Hi, welcome to Mystic Magic, a podcast about healing and magic. I am your host, Maria, multidimensional artist extraordinaire, and I'm with my other host. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm also an intuitive healer like Maria. We just do different things, basically the same thing. <laughs> and today we're talking about tapping into your intuition and the different kinds of Claire senses. Music, 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 music. <laughs> So, Perfect. Jenny, yeah. Hi. What is the intuition? How do you tap into this thing called the intuition? Mm, the intuition. Okay, I would define that as like inner knowing, but it's not. But it's not entirely baseless. Have you read um, Malcolm Gladwell's Blink? Yes, Blink. It's, it's yes. like Blink. I feel is mostly all about intuition. It's like. Because a lot of people would have a tendency to categorize intuition as something that's completely baseless, but actually, you know, your your brain is just working so quickly. It's just processing so many things all at once that you don't really notice that you're taking in all of these information from the outside. And then it would just register in your body as like a gut feeling. Mm. But actually, your brain is just like quickly processing all of that input and that information. And then it registers as that. Something that you just know. It also kind of reminds me of how like if we're all interconnected as consciousness Mm -hmm. and everything is alive, Mm -hmm. then of course you know things that other things know because Mm -hmm. we're all, we all have these invisible pathways Mm -hmm. of just knowing. That's true. That's true. So that's how I would define intuition. It's something, it's something that you, for me at least, because I'm pretty sure we all have different um, definitions of what intuition is, but that's how I would define it. Something that I would just seemingly magically know, but I also know scientifically that something is happening to my brain and to my body, that it's just quickly processing all of this input Mm -hmm. and it just, you know, just comes to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there are different ways of these things coming to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. we... Because we all have like different senses. We all have like, well, we we have five main senses Mm -hmm. and um, well, in, in they all... They all can process, they all can process information differently. So in healing circles and in intuitive circles, um, each of those senses would correspond to a specific ability. So for example, you have clairvoyance, which is basically clear seeing. And then you have um, clairaudience, meaning uh-huh. yung I can hear things. So clairvoyance mm-hmm. is I can see things. So you saw a shadow mm-hmm. or um, you see something hanging off of someone's mm-hmm. like right arm or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sound creepy, but <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, it's a thing that other people experience. Mm-hmm. Or mata, like you thought you saw something, but you actually did see something. It was just not as physical as others. Mm-hmm. And then you also have um, clear olfaction. So that has something to do with like smelling things that um, other people would perceive to not be there. Um, and then also you have clear gustation, which would be tasting something. And mm-hmm. then finally you have clear sentience, which would be like through touch. But anyway, um, just to connect it to intuition, these are all different forms of like intuition so it's just like a heightened sense of perception yes 
basically it's that. I also kind of want to share that Mm -hmm. according to yogic models of the Mm -hmm. body, Mm -hmm. um, as you integrate more energy or Mm -hmm. just as much as you mature, uh, how you mature, um, all of these senses just naturally activate, especially if you're not too blocked or your body's not too experiencing too much noise from, Mm -hmm. for example, the city or pollution. Mm -hmm. So these are almost like, the way I describe it to other people, it's almost like growing your boobs or you have men's. It's that, (laughs) it's that biological. It's that biological that given if you're not too inundated by too much toxicity, Mm -hmm. these senses will naturally develop. So you don't have to train for them. You Mm -hmm. don't need to, um, you don't need to feel like you need to drink some super powder to become a superhuman or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are all natural functions of the body and mm-hmm. they arrive as long as you release the things that stop you from actually accessing these. I don't like calling them gifts because they're natural. So these senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. I would say that I would have to disagree with like the whole training thing because I mm-hmm. feel like it can be very intentional with like mm-hmm. developing these heightened sense of perception. Like mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. you can meditate, but mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is you can be intentional about removing your blocks mm-hmm. that prevent you from accessing these higher sense of perception. Yes. And so I guess in a way you could sort of like train, mm-hmm. uh, train to have um trying to develop these natural abilities. Mm -hmm. But I agree with the fact that you said that it's natural. We all all have those five Mm -hmm. senses Mm -hmm. and we all can do something in order to um, make sure that our access to these perceptions are not blocked. Yes. And it's just like, as long as you're a soul, you can kind of do this. So I guess that's what I'm trying to uh, put forth in a way that you don't really get this off of a shelf in the supermarket. (laughs) It's more you're really tapping into the truth and reality that you are a soul. Mm -hmm. So more crown chakra stuff. Crown chakra meaning knowing that you are a soul and that you are one with everything. Mm -hmm. And that's why you would know, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more of that grounded reality and grounded sense of being that really delivers and operates this kind of mm-hmm. manifestation or phenomena. Yeah. 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 I absolutely yeah, agree. Yeah. So what are your um, techniques with going about tapping into your intuition? And then what senses are stronger for you? So here's the thing also, like, so we, we talked about, we basically gave an overview about what those five heightened perceptions are, sense, of, sense perceptions are. Um, but for me, I think most, um, the most prevalent about my, I was going to say abilities, but no, it's not an ability, it's a gift. Um, mine would be um, clear sentience, so yeah. like um, feeling things on mm-hmm literally feeling things on my skin. So that's um, that's my most heightened sense of perception. So I do energy work. So for those of you who are not familiar with my background, I am a Reiki master. So I do Reiki. I also do Seraphim Blueprint. And I also read um, the Akashic Records. So Bass Life Healing. And they all require that I use energy. So it's basically, so it's basically energy healing. But for me, though, it's incredibly physical, meaning like I could literally sense 
the energy flowing through my hands or like I can feel how dense the energy is when I work with um, when I work with like balancing someone's chakras or when you're reading someone's past life. So that's um, that's my most prevalent like among, mm-hmm. among those mm-hmm. there. And then how do you tap into it? How do I tap into it? Like the question is, how can I not? <laughs> 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 no, mm-hmm. but like really, I, I. That's true, though. No, but, but I guess from a perspective of someone, like when this first was first happening to you, when senses first opened for you, how did you go about trusting it? How did you go about listening to it? How did you go about letting go of the belief systems that told you that you shouldn't trust these things? Okay, those okay, um my first experience of clairsentience would be when I was meditating. I mm-hmm. actually got freaked out because I was like, what the hell was mm-hmm. I feeling? <laughs> this is super strange, this is super weird. But like also at the same time, because it was super real for me and I knew I wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. I knew there wasn't anything wrong with my brain. I was actually, I was freaked, I freaked out. Yes. Because I was like, yes. what was this? It's incredibly ungrounding. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. ungrounding because you're, you're, you're sensing something new. And like, yung, our perception of the world or common worldviews don't really teach this. Oh, or no. don't believe that it's true. So yeah. it's really, guguhu yung paradigm, dati mong paradigm. So your old paradigms will need to die as you accept this new way of, Sensing information. Yeah, but I also feel like it's also a very incredible. It's uh, it's an incredibly personal journey as well. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just my journey, and I'm pretty sure you have a different journey. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in order to tap into 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 your intuition, uh, aside from learning how to listen to yourself, you're going to have to learn how to trust yourself. That one that you're not crazy. I feel like. I'm also incredibly lucky that I was born a Filipina because I feel like our culture is more accepting of these things. It's not, True. it's not, um, it's not incredibly like, you know, we have folklore and our folklore tradition is, our folkloric tradition is incredibly rich and it provides, it gives us space in order to talk about um, spiritual things and spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Like, I feel lucky that I was born into a community that welcomes Things like that. Okay, not really welcome, but uh, like at least yeah, yeah, has a <laughs> like has, has a reference yeah, for it. Yeah. yeah, has a reference for it. Has a space mm-hmm. to discuss that. I'm not entirely sure how open they are, but at least I feel like I'm being provided a space in order to talk about those kinds of things. So that's one thing. And then another thing is, I feel like trust is a really important part of the entire process, mostly because. You you can't Google this shit. <laughs> I tried. Because I tried, guys. I really did. You can't, mm. like, um, I think that was, like, one of my bigger heartbreaks in this journey. Mm. When I found out I couldn't Google this shit. I, mm. I tried, though. But I mean, like, you, could, you could look at cross-cultural references of, like, psychic stuff or shamanism, mm-hmm. but there's nothing like going into your inner sense of being. Exactly. And other you, than actually going into your inner it, sense of being. And it's not only that, because um, again, it's an incredibly personal journey. I mean, 
how it manifests, like how my intuition manifests with me does not necessarily mean it would manifest with you. So when I did my Google search, I was like, oh my God, like the stuff I'm feeling, it's not actually here. And so I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And so it's something, so something like that, that you can't just Google it because it's, it's precisely an individual journey. It's unique to you and unique to how you process things and you process information. So I think for me personally, tapping into my intuition um, required a lot of trust mm-hmm. and also a lot of listening. I've talked about trust already because um, I couldn't Google it. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to find a way to like trust myself, but also listening, um, learning how to listen to myself was also incredibly important because I would not be able to access a heightened sense of perception if I'm frazzled, if I'm talking, if I'm noisy, if mm-hmm. everything is busy. So for me, my process requires that I'm quiet. My mind is quiet. Mm-hmm. So usually meditation works for me, but the sort of meditation where I just sit down and I don't listen to anything. I don't speak. My eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. And so that helps me tune in to like what I'm feeling and what I'm seeing. So that actually detect the truth. Yeah. Not just the truth, not just wisdom. I guess you can say it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> The, the bigger picture, all. right? Yeah. yeah the bigger, like, I, the I just picture. wanted to say that, like other texts are saying that there's a more bigger collective awakening mm-hmm. or that the younger generations are kind of more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more energy in the air or people are just getting into meditation more or mm-hmm. yoga more. Mm-hmm. Um, um, people get into it thinking it's just health benefits and, oh, well, of course there's health benefits and it lowers your anxiety, but it also just clears the body enough for this kind of information. And mm-hmm. then people are suddenly overwhelmed that, oh my God, what is this information that I suddenly know? Exactly. Right? It's, and then it's mm-hmm. like, and then they don't know how to interface with it. Uh, but it's like, it's, 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 I totally agree with what you said. It's kind of like, you know, when you go on, on like a sugar fast, when, when you, when you don't and when you don't yes. ingest sugar for you know an extended period of time the next time you have it you're it's like what like, what is this mm-hmm. like you're you're like you have a heightened um sense of it yeah a sense mm-hmm. of what sugar is because you deprive yourself of that so basically i guess your taste buds are like quiet like mm-hmm. when it comes to meditation yeah, yeah so you, you detect these nuanced messages i just wanted to say that you mentioned something about these things occurring in a very unique way. Mm-hmm. And I remember how, okay, since we're all different people, mm-hmm. we kind of associate different meanings from different things. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I'm really attached to a really cute bunny, mm-hmm. a message of a bunny would mean different to me to someone else who doesn't give a fuck about bunnies, mm-hmm. right? And then even if you have things that are kind of archetypal or... Um, rich in terms of metaphors like fire, water, Mm -hmm. caves, doors. Um, These have classical meanings, but Mm -hmm. I kind of want to encourage people to lean into, okay, if you receive an image, you receive a word, you receive a inkling, really ask yourself, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. I love what you said. Yeah. 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 Because if, for example, for me, we're the same in a way that clairsentience is the strongest for me. So I feel water drops. I feel the textures of people's energies of places and things. And I can also kind of see it. So I see colors or what people call quote unquote auras. <laughs> I mean, that's not a big deal, guys. <laughs> but, and then, um, and I can see pictures of like people's 
inner worlds. Oh, I just wanted to say that if you're one of those people who are overwhelmed by this, who have diagnosed schizo, um, some mental something, I kind of want to say that in some cultures, you're actually predestinated to be like a shaman or something, mm-hmm. or someone who is a bridge to the spirit and the mundane world. Yes, that sounded like Avatar. <laughs> but, but, oh, no, it's not. It's like yeah, also like... It's, it's like, really normal too, I know. Um, but I just wanted to say that I also believe in Western science and that you could treat those in those ways. But I also want to advise that in case you're overwhelmed by these extrasensory senses, aka I hear ghosts too often, um, please look up shielding. Please talk to other psychics. Please talk to people who do this professionally because there is a way to manage this kind of information and control it in a way. Not not in a sense that control us and actually control it. But like just manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give it proper space. So because for me, what happened was that for two months, I experienced rain even though I was indoors. And that I was going through that. I was seeing people's actual thoughts in front of me, like parasitic captions a movie. Like I could, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's subtitles in front of people. Like they're talking to me, but they're saying something else inside, mm-hmm. you know. And then it was really overwhelming. I said mm-hmm. really, really overwhelming because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, people lie all the time. <laughs> and then and then there's all this beauty too in in Mother Nature and. Yeah, I I understand the whole. It was incredibly ungrounding. It was also it was the uh, I describe it as like one of the most beautiful and terrifying things to happen to me because <laughs> it was like other people. Every time I describe this to people, people think it sounds like an acid trip, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but you're tripping for like three months straight, and like you didn't ingest anything. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's like the crazy part. Yeah, you didn't anything. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that. If you're like me, that it's suddenly so strong. There are ways to manage it. There are um, meditating helps. Um, shielding helps. Shielding meaning just say that if I don't need to know, I don't want to know, right? Mm-hmm. Or like if this isn't for me, I don't want to hear it or I don't need to hear it. And then you imagine a bubble for yourself. Because I feel like a lot of um, quote-unquote empaths detect a lot of information because they tend to want to help a lot of people or um nagaangkin sila ng problema ng iba or they they want to take other people's problems as their own so what happens is that their energy is so porous and open and that's why you get so inundated by all of this information that you can't even detect what your actual energy is so i feel like the basic boundary of is this mine or is this not mine is like a really simple way to sift through that Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's that's the other side of the pendulum so i know that other people are like trying to manifest intuition and then the other side of the pendulum is that oh i'm overwhelmed by intuition and then how do i Mm -hmm. manage it yeah um okay a couple of things because like you said quite a lot of things. I think we've already mentioned before in like previous episodes that, you know, Western allopathic medicine also incredibly important. Mm -hmm. So I really do suggest that if you start, if you start feeling things, Mm -hmm. 
and you're not comfortable with them, I would suggest like, you know, actually visiting your healthcare practitioner Mm -hmm. just to clear out everything. Because although I am very much into alternative forms of healing, they're all valid, like all different forms, like Mm -hmm. Western medicine, alternative forms of medicine, indigenous medicine, they're all Ayurveda, they're all valid forms, they're all valid systems of healing. Mm -hmm. And so... If you, my, my personal, my personal rule when it comes to systems of healing is that, you know, I'm going to try everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try Western medicine. I'm going to try energy medicine. That's called I'm holistic gonna, yeah, medicine. Exactly. Or so integrated. You, yeah. Exactly. So that's, well, that's my own personal view, but mm-hmm. you, you do you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do you. So whatever, whatever works for you, you go do it. I'm just really encouraging you to also check out different forms of how to heal ourselves because Western medicine is not the end all and be all of healing. Like Maria said, like you know, in some um in some indigenous cultures, they like when you when you have like a mental breakdown or like you have a mental illness, they would tend to associate that with like your soul leaving your body. And then a shaman would perform this ritual in order to retrieve your soul. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, after 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 that, after that ritual, um patients would feel better mm-hmm. and they would get better. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would suggest that you try holistic medicine because there is no one solution to healing. We all heal differently as individuals and also as a culture. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And then another thing would be like being overwhelmed with uh, with like extra information, with like extra information, because that was mostly my experience. I was mm-hmm. like freaking out because I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. "What is this? Like, this isn't normal." Yeah. So it's really I don't know how you. I did research. Yes, um, me too. I read I, so many books. Right, I, did. I read the whole all of Mantak Chia's books. He's like a holistic Chinese medicine traditional guy. Maria is into traditional Chinese medicine, just in case you guys had no idea. She does acupuncture, actually. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like research absolutely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that you don't feel crazy because you have all these people who exp- um systemize these things mm-hmm. and then you get it from different cultures so um the chinese people have a model for it the african people have a model mm-hmm. model for it we as Indian, filipinos yeah filipinos too. Yeah. yeah so it's just it occurs across cultures and across time so um just because it's not taught in regular school doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it doesn't mm-hmm. exist mm-hmm. actually a lot of this wisdom exists talaga it was just purposely burned hidden and that's why people call it occult or hidden knowledge because mm-hmm. you know um it was buried but for example the patriarchy just kidding <laughs> yes yes it is the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah for example when you get the sensation of crawling ants mm-hmm. in chinese medicine your love chi is low oh really yeah. that's so fascinating I have yeah no it's idea. so specific but they right exactly yeah exactly. so so when i saw that in the chinese medicine book i was like holy crap i get that a lot mm-hmm. and so i knew that my lung chi was kind of like low not, yeah and then if you integrate that with like 
Yeah. We integrated with like holistic stuff, like how the lungs are associated with the heart, mm-hmm. um, associated also with water, uh, yeah. associated with wood, ganyan. Mm-hmm. And then you see how all of these things are like stitched together. Mm-hmm. And when I see energies now of people, like people who feel more like fire or people who have like a stuckness on their knee or mm-hmm. on their foot, mm-hmm. you kind of have a more rich tapestry of what might be going on. And mm-hmm. that's why there are a lot of healers who deal with physical ailments who kind of really lean into this kind of intuition because you get this almost like this garden of images Mm -hmm. to really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. almost like talking to the spirit of the liver talking to the spirit of the plant medicine that you're Mm going to offer in some ancient traditions if you don't develop these senses they don't give you the responsibility of being Mm -hmm. a healer Mm -hmm. because you don't know, (laughs) you know, you can't see shit. So, yeah. So I think for any sort, whether you are overwhelmed about Mm -hmm. the extra information that you're getting or you want to develop it, I would really suggest getting curious with what you're experiencing because usually curiosity would lead you to gather more information about Mm -hmm. what you are perceiving. Mm -hmm. Um, It also makes it for... I feel like a more responsible self journey mm-hmm. because you're checking out all of like, you know, what has humanity written about this? What does humanity know about tapping into all of these things? And then I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way, you're going to find a framework that would work for you. And you'll be like, oh, that's like me. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-uh. And then when you when you do find that framework that would work for you, you're going to feel so much better about experiencing all of the things that you know, you, you can't really explain <laughs> that you are feeling. For people who kind of want to develop this and are kind of still on the fence about it, I kind of want to advise you to think about when was the last time that you were right about a hunch? Mm-hmm. And then what, when and how do you receive these hunches? Do you, do you get them in the shower? Um, do you get them as pictures? Or are you really drawn to words? Do you hear words? And I really want you to like lean into that. If you see the pictures before you fall asleep, uh, or if you hear the words before you wake up, just really study yourself in a way that of how this information comes to you. Mm-hmm. And then go back to those kinds of situations. Go mm-hmm. back to those kinds of language. So mm-hmm. if, for example, they're showing you a picture of a pot before you fall asleep, Um, meditate on that picture of the pot try to move it around Mm -hmm. while you're meditating if you hear a word try to um, repeat the word and then feel what is associated with it what you associate with it what do you think it means so really Mm -hmm. really really just latch latch onto the thing that has worked for you before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just do it I love how I love how you're such an Aries about this entire thing. <laughs> such a Taurus about the entire thing. No, because like you are mostly it's like latch on, like meditate on this and think about this, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of doing, but for me, it's just like really, it's just silence. Yeah, it's just yeah, silence. Yeah. It's just stillness. And then somehow, for me, I would I would just know. And then also another thing, I like what you said earlier about. You know, like the bunny, like the bunny, mm-hmm. a bunny for you would Might be something. Yeah, would would definitely mean something different for me because we process we process the world differently. We have different histories. Our contexts are also very different as people. Mm-hmm. But I, it, like you know, talking about this in a more spiritual sense, like I honestly believe that we are all guided mm-hmm. and that we 
all have guides, whether they be angels or spirits. Mostly for me now, it's my ancestors. And so I know that um, whenever I would receive something, like for example, I would see I would see a dragonfly because for me, like dragonflies are, they mean something to me. So when I see a dragonfly, I'm like, okay, I know, I know what that dragonfly means. And I know like sort of like mm-hmm. what I have to do. But I also know that, you know, I saw that butterfly fly precisely because my ancestors were guiding, were, were guiding me to, to see it. And I guess um, looking at it from that framework, from guidance, from ancestry, from community, and from me, and from the consciousness of my tribe, it just absolutely helped me um, to gain more confidence in this, mm-hmm. or to not be so afraid to have, to not be so afraid to explore, because I'd feel safe whenever I think about my ancestors and whenever I think about my guides. Pretty cool, actually. But that's how. That's how... You know how like sometimes people would be like, I just need a sign. And then, you know, sometimes it's a feather. Sometimes Uh it's repeating numbers. But sometimes it's just like a sudden cold gush of wind, you know. Mm -hmm. I guess when I encourage people to lean into things, you can really actively participate in this in the same way that, for example, if you really wanted to... Like, God, if I'm supposed to do this now, show me a butterfly. You know, <laughs> something like that. So if you can really actively participate in these kinds of things. And I guess that's why people explore a lot of tools like the tarot or oracle decks. Um, because they do want to have a sort of language to grasp. Mm-hmm. You can take tarot classes. I'm running an intensive sometime in August. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a small group because these are just people who have always wanted to have a more intuitive approach in in terms of the tarot. So I'm inviting everybody to that class. Um, Follow me on Instagram. I'm Maria Santissima. And then we're going to have socials for Mm -hmm. Mystic Magic. We're we're debuting our IG um, account. How Mm -hmm. about you, Jenny? Do you... Um, I still don't have any upcoming, I don't have any upcoming classes at the moment, but I will be (laughs) in the coming months. But I also do, if you feel that you need clarity, you can also book a session with me. I do, I do tarot and I do Akashic past life readings. So if you're curious about that, just go ahead and book me a session. You can check my IG account. I'm Mystica Academica and IG, and you'll find a link there to my site. And also you can just DM me to book a session. It's going to be super fun. (laughs) So it was lovely chatting with you, Jenny. It was absolutely lovely chatting with you, Maria, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about like intuition again and if ever it comes up in like future episodes because yeah, this is basically just, um, I feel like it's just the tip of the iceberg because we Mm -hmm. didn't really even focus on like the individual um, clear abilities. We mostly just talked about, we mostly just talked about clear sentience, which was our primary, our primary, our primary, Um, clear sense but but also just the belief systems that stop mm-hmm. you from relying on these things mm-hmm. 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 but anyway um, like subscribe share if you like us and then 
leave us any questions Mm -hmm. and then hope to see you in the next episode yeah thank you so much for supporting us all through season one um please stay in tune for season two we have a lot of things in store for you we plan to be more active during this season two and it's easier i guess mostly because we're together now (laughs) we love your audience bye-bye bye Mystic Magic is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. You can find us on facebook.com slash mysticmagicpodcast and find our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.